0: Good afternoon to you.
1: Aidan Donica, what's the crack? <laughs> Tea Leaf. How has your day been? Are you feeling better today? I am, I'm feeling an awful lot but God I I was listening back to the podcast from yesterday. God we were fair miserable. Really? Yeah, there's like no life in us at all.
0: It's um, yeah. I mean, I even I know we've just spoken about it off recording, but once we finished recording, I totally forgot we were talking, and I just went away and left you hanging on the phone.
1: <laughs> the podcast was a bit dour, but that was to be expected. We're going every day. Do you see no debts today? No. No debts. That's brilliant. Yeah.
0: Despite Leo. Doing his best efforts <laughs> to flout social distance measures by swamping cans in the Phoenix Park. Like what? Put
1: on a shirt, Leo.
0: Put on a shirt, Leo, and stop. Like it's not even legal to drink cans in the Phoenix Park, is it?
1: I I don't think he was actually drinking cans. I'd say though, probably champagne in a in a kind of a glass thingy.
0: Yeah. No, he was definitely like what he was holding was a big chunky yolk. If you look at the pictures. But, was um, it, I
1: was looking at the pictures there earlier God was I looking at those pictures
0: I, I really don't want like The shock to be wandering around tops off like
1: that really I know yeah it's like uh, It's just so cringe
0: Oh yeah it was like I don't know it even makes me feel Weird about the fact that he has mates That he texts to go come on we'll go drinking Gans in the park
1: I know yeah I mean like he's relatively Young you know so it's understandable And all But, yeah, a bit of common sense there would have, especially given the Dominic Cummings thing. Yes. Because, I mean, the journalists were just like, that was manna from heaven for them.
0: It was. Now, I was watching a little bit of the interview he was given because I didn't have much context on him before that. Is this whole, oh, I was just striving to be safe and go somewhere near family. That's all spin.
1: I mean, he was sick. He had coronavirus. And he went and travelled 260 miles and then they said as well that he left his farm to go to a beauty spot.
0: Yeah, and seemingly it was also his wife's birthday that weekend or near enough that weekend. So now they're saying, well, was he really just taking her for a day out on her birthday?
1: Mm. I mean, the thing is, you you have to kind of just go with the flow of it. I find it so odd that this guy has seemingly so much power when he's not elected, or you know that he's even a concern.
0: Mm, yeah, well, I mean that's the civil service for you, isn't it? Maybe he's not strictly a civil it, servant, but I mean, there's lots of people who are staffers that aren't elected, and they will be advisors and aides, and they will totally have a lot of power.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I felt felt it was a little bit. He seems like a very seedy kind of a character.
0: It's it's very kind of Armando Iannucci kind of stuff,
1: isn't it? Even even his head is very like something out of uh, Iannucci's catalogue.
0: Yes, and even I was following Twitter, and Iannucci was kind of giving a running commentary of all of it, and he's just like, I can't believe this fucking cunt exists at all.
1: I know, yeah, it's mad, mad that he that he is a thing at all. Yeah, how was your day?
0: Uh, it was grand, I got myself out for a 3k run at lunch Good for you Then I came back and obviously had the lunch It was a one of those slogs of a day in work Where you have lots of little stuff to do And you just drag your way through it And after work I made a lovely chilli So I've just enjoyed that and it was delicious How was okay. yours?
1: My day was good, generally speaking I went for a walk I went for a long walk and a different route So I'm not exactly sure how Far I went, I'd say. I easily covered 5K anyway. And are you going to go for a run after this? I am going to go for a run after this, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so you're
0: back on farm.
1: Yeah. I got out for my bit of a walk. I went to pick up my post. I got an, I got a new shirt. It's a grandfather shirt. A collarless. Buttons halfway down only.
0: The, the collarless is something I don't think I could particularly pull off. But the buttons, just three quarters of the way down... Sounds very much like a Rabsy Nesbitt, I'm not getting out of bed job, rather than an actual shirt job.
1: No, it's similar. Do you remember I had a shirt? I think you, you were making fun of me for it, an Edwardian nightshirt looking thing. Possibly. Uh, well, it's another version of that again. It's right. Kind of blue stripes in it. The material is lovely, though. Really nice. I got it from Murphy's of Donegal. Okay. And I got a lovely handwritten note to me thanking me for my business. No way, that's really Which good. Really nice. What did it yeah, say? Yeah. I uh, like it said, address me by name and everything. It was like, thank you for shopping with us, uh, Stephen. Uh, we really appreciate it. You know, it's just really. It's, it seemed really thoughtful. Yeah,
0: fair play to him.
1: Hmm. So i was pleased with it.
0: Maybe thought they thought you were on
1: the way out shopping
0: with them in the first place, so they thought a little thrill might make your life.
1: <laughs> I uh, I was quite pleased with with this buy.
0: Are you missing the charity shops? Not
1: really. I know you're a big fan of them. Yeah, I mean, I go through phases of them. Yeah. You get very lucky in charity shops.
0: I'm never able to get that in there.
1: I bought a really cool Ralph Lauren cashmere jacket a while back, found it in a charity shop, and I think it was uh, hand-sewn for uh, the singer Rufus Wainwright.
0: You're going to need to give us lots of context on that now. Uh, Rufus Wainwright, have you heard of him? No, I'm familiar with, with Rufus uh, Rufus Wainwright. He did a cover of um, Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah. What's he doing giving jackets? It's th- not Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah. It's Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah. It's Jeff Buckley's cover of Hallelujah. Basically, what I was trying to get at is his cover was nothing like Leonard Cohen's one. It was more like Jeff Buckley's cover of that.
1: Okay. But yeah, I it was in Thurlus and I went to a charity shop and I saw this Ralph Lauren jacket. Uh, it was really nice and a cashmere. And I was like, oh, that's very fancy. Then I looked on the inside and it was like, hand. it said handcrafted for Orr Wainwright. And I was kind of going, okay, like... So I I, t- I typed in Orr Wainwright because I figured if you were getting that done, you were probably somebody of, of note. And yeah. yeah, Rufus Wainwright came up as being a person i figure it's possibly him both because of the style of the jacket and also the fact that it costs something like four thousand six hundred euros if you bought it new fuck off no it's maddened it how did you figure out the price tag i i typed in like that exact model of jacket into the the website and it popped up with this price tag juicy crust yeah maddened it Oh, my God. I gave 20 quid for it.
0: Ridiculous. So it's a gorgeous jacket then.
1: Or 15, I think. Yeah, it's a really nice jacket. It's a bit too small for me. Hopefully, it'll fit me sometime when I've a bit more weight loss. But uh, yeah. really nice jacket. You must send me a picture of the name tag. That's fascinating. Mm, it says R. writing. I mean, it looks like something he would wear. I was looking at pictures of him on the Instagram just because the whole thing piqued my curiosity. And but I what was made, been doing in well. That's it. And I was kind of thinking about it. And I was like, maybe he was in Ireland for a festival or whatever. Um, and maybe he left it after him in a hotel room or something. Yeah. And you know, somebody picked it up and it and brought it to their local charity shop. Some working something. You know, I was just I was kind of coming up with uh things in my own mind as to what what might have happened that it arrived into the charity shop in Thurles. I I was um, booked to do all together now, and he was on the lineup, and it didn't go ahead. But I was very tempted to, if I was at it, to bring it along with me and just see in case.
0: And if you ran into him and you were wearing it and he asked for it back? I'd give it back to him, I think. Would you ask him for the 20
1: quid? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't really thought it fully through, but I was kind of going, maybe I might mention it to him. You know, because I was thinking if if I'd lost uh, f- nearly five grand jacket, I'd be very upset and I'd be very Absolutely. grateful if somebody gave it back to me.
0: Especially if it's handmade for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know I once found a book from the UL library, actually in the bookshop my mother works in, that was taken out about 30 years ago. And I tweeted it at them and they said, oh, we'd, we'd love to get that back. And I just didn't reply because it's mine now. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the only thing close to, like, a, a celebrity memorabilia that I've ever found in one of those shops, and it wasn't a charity shop, it was um, the C Exchange, you know, the CEX one. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, a DVD for five cents. It was signed and it was a Des Bishop DVD uh, and it read, To the Playboy Mansion, love Des Bishop. Wow, to the Playboy Mansion. And the Playboy Mansion gave it away and, and they were selling it for five cents. Signed everything. <laughs> my god <laughs> <laughs> like i did, like it it was so funny that i couldn't even buy it because i wanted the person who came after me to see it
1: yeah uh, that's so bizarre yeah it's it's a fantastic dig i really also I, I could never understand why they would be selling dvds for 5 cents i mean how laborious it is for them to even bother putting the dvd into the the wrapper to give it to you for 5 cents
0: yeah, you don't usually see them as cheap as five cent. Uh, that was the cheapest one I've ever seen there. But there must be money in it somehow if they're doing it and they're still open all over the shop.
1: I mean, I'm sure there's lots of money in some of the pot they sell, games particularly. But, like, why they'd even bother with the five cent DVDs? I mean.
0: I used to live off them. When I, one of the houses I was living there in Limerick for about a year, we just couldn't get a Wi Fi connection. So I'd go off maybe every day, that. maybe every weekend and just buy a Reiki DVDs. I'm, I reckon I've bought about 200 of them and I probably haven't even spent 70 quid. Mm. And there was great entertainment because you'd watch stuff you'd never think of watching if you saw it on Sky or if you saw it on Netflix or something. But it, it forces you to get a bit more out there and a bit more creative with what you're watching. So I'm a huge fan of uh, buying DVDs from that shop. That being said, since I've got a decent inter- internet connection, I haven't stepped foot in there.
1: I often go in there just for a gatch. Not so much at that, but at the electronics. See, because sometimes mm. you see odd things like, um, like one day I bought this Sennheiser uh, speaker for my phone. And the Sennheiser speaker, it, it allows you to conference call. And mm-hmm. it's just it's quite handy if you're doing a job around and you want to talk to someone on the phone. You can just park it in front of you and... And speak way like you're on the phone. It's really good. Bought that in there. And I was really pleased with it. Because I thought it's just a handy thing to have.
0: Yeah, there's the, the one kind of thing that came out of the recession that seems to have really lasted. Like, the only other one, I think there's like one cash for gold-ish type shop left in Kilkenny. Otherwise, they were it's awful, all just, weren't they? They were disgusting, they were, yeah. And this one isn't even so much cash for gold as it is just a pawn shop. I'd say it has more musical instruments and electronics than it does mm. any gold at all. But, God, yeah, they were real bottom feeders.
1: Oh, yeah, awful, awful places. Yeah, I like CEX shops, though. So, if you're in Murphy's or Donegal of Donegal or CEX and you want to sponsor this show...
0: Or if you're
1: Des uh, a spaceship and you're
0: trying to get offload a couple of DVDs, do get on to us. Do get in touch, do get in touch. If you could have a, a sponsor... Who would you like to be your sponsor? Like who, who would you say would should sponsor this show? I don't know.
1: Do you ever see the Norm Macdonald Mangrate sponsorship? Yes. And he just tore them apart. They were brilliant.
0: They were, yeah. He's very good. Or he used to have um, Dollar Shave Club. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> those things, I don't fucking get at all. You just sign up and they send your razors every month. What don't you get about it? I don't know. It seems a lot of fucking effort. Load of packaging, a lot of wasted shit just to get razors.
1: Yeah. Do you know what I did with my razors? Shave your arsehole. I have gone back from, you know, like your Gillette razors and all that kind of stuff, back to the original ones that come in a box because they're like just as good and there's so much less waste on them.
0: But, Stephen, Gillette are the best a man can get. And if they're looking to sponsor a podcast. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I. So I what mean, you're going with, like, like, you, like
0: the one, the one blade, like Turkish razor,
1: the blade, and you you put it into the razor itself, and you just get get rid of the blade when you're done with it.
0: Is that a disposable razor, or is it just one blade?
1: No, it's just the blade is disposable. The razor itself isn't disposable. But how many blades are on the razor? One. One. Right. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I think everyone should do it. Because no I've, a I've, lot I, less I've got facial
0: hair I can't do that Why? Because I'm not going to be shaving I need to use like a hairdresser thing
1: a hairdresser thing? To trim my beard I can't I don't want to be going baby faced Oh yeah but if you are shaving I, I mean I think you should get these yolks
0: And can you use it on your arsehole too? Mm, sure You haven't tried?
1: I endorse You trying
0: <laughs>
1: Oh You were asking me about a cocktail
0: I was asking you about a cocktail.
1: The one that I thought, I was looking at a list of them, and there's a few mm-hmm. in there, and I was kind of like, okay, yeah, you know, like, I don't really want anything with champagne in it. That's not, not me. Uh-huh. Um, but the one that, that jumped out at me, and I went, yeah, I'd have that, is a ginger mule. Jerry Halliwell. The ginger mule is whiskey and ginger beer. Except you use diet ginger ale and fresh grated ginger. And your healthy substitutes save, shave about 50 calories off the drink. Coming in at 98 calories for 8 ounces. I, I don't know I, uh, what 8 ounces are. But, oh, that's very good. But yeah, it's, okay. it seemed quite quite a good one. And I do like ginger. Okay, so. that's a tasty cock- uh, tasty low-calorie cocktail. Mm. So still- if you were working for Schweppes or <laughs> or Jemison By all means, reach out and sponsor our show.
0: Or if you own a ginger farm.
1: Or if you own a ginger farm. So, yeah, I'm going to have to head off now and buy myself some some whiskey and ginger.
0: Well, you do that. Don't let me stop you. Keep it real.